Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that seeks to encourage you as we limp through this life together. My name is Clint, and I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Angela. Uh, Zach is out today, uh, last minute, so we're thrown into it here without our sort of mediator, someone who kind of guides the discussion, so we'll make we'll do our best about that. Um, but what we want to talk about today is handling criticism. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we... We were, I was going through some stuff last week and even this week um, where I was being criticized, whether justly or unjustly. We can talk about the differences there. but um, And it got me thinking how I handle criticisms of the way I do things or things that, I've, things that I say, how I work, parent, however, whatever category. And when that criticism especially comes from someone I disagree with, or it comes from a close friend. So we can kind of just all encompass that in what we're going to discuss today. Mm-hmm. So when you think of handling criticism, I guess my question to you is, what is your initial response when you're criticized? Um, it really depends on who it comes from and in what kind of environment I'm in that I'm receiving criticism. Okay. So, you know, if it's, I always try to look at criticism from the lens of the person that's criticizing me. Is this coming from a place of uh, goodness, a place of Jesus motivation? Um, Is this a holy criticism? Is this something? Okay. So that's always like my first, what is the motivation? Because, and and as right or wrong as this is, my reaction is probably going to be different based on. Right. Am, am I behaving holy right now or am I going to, <laughs> going to be unholy? Yeah. Um, There's so much that goes into it, right? It could be not only the person who's criticizing you, their motivations, but the space that you're in. Right. 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 So if you're doing something, what you said, holy, if you're doing something holy and criticized for it, maybe the, de- the defense goes up and it's like, no, I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe push back a little bit, um, especially if that person's coming at you from a, from a, harshly critical like they're not supportive um but then there's also the situation where you know we're doing something maybe it's not in that holy realm you know maybe we're operating as a parent or as a as a worker like in my instance um who all all those all those things can be holy yeah absolutely everything holy yeah absolutely but in in a sense that not in and of itself right is not i'm not doing um charity or or ministry or something like that um in an explicit sense, and I get criticized, that that definitely changes how I how I respond. Oh yeah, like if I'm in, so if I'm, let's say, my husband and I are arguing, and that's mm. the moment he takes to criticize me. Mm. Wrong moment, yeah. like that. You know, then I'll probably react poorly. Right. But if we're in, you know, we're not in an argumentative point, and mm. he wants to criticize something, I I receive that. Right. You know that that I'm because like if you're just sitting down and discussing things. Yes, if gotcha. we're just discussing and I get a criticism, I'm like, oh dang, am I you know am I really <laughs> yeah. like that or did yeah. I really respond? You know anything right. like that. And I've always taken when I receive criticism, who's who's giving the criticism? Right. Is this a person that I strive to be like? That I see Jesus. That they, they try to live their lives like yeah. Jesus, and so. I want to live my life like theirs. You know, are they modeling that? Am I, um, so criticism depends on the person because sometimes criticism comes from somebody where you're like, there's not really anything in your life that looks like what I would want my life to look like. Mm-hmm. 
So I think the temptation there is to reject all criticism. Right. Uh, but as I think you're going to share is we can still learn from yeah. some of those criticisms um, because it's usually, you know, maybe not in the initial reaction, but later on that it kind of comes creeping into your yeah. mind. Like, was there some truth to that that I yeah. should have heard? No, for sure. And I think to what your point was, depending on your relationship with that person, uh, it changes a lot of how you accept the criticism. Um, but we got to be careful there too, right? Cause we can build walls so high and so close that this person relationally isn't really that far removed, but we've put up such high walls and such, uh, close, uh, gates away from ourselves that we can't really accept criticism from anyone. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I know that that's a, that's a temptation for me is, is if I'm not willing to take criticism from someone who's not in my camp or not in my industry or doesn't parent the way I do. Uh, if I'm not, not willing to at least hear their criticisms and take out what, what I can grow from, um, I just live in an echo chamber. Yes. Right. And I know we all know people like that who, I mean, doesn't matter how close you could be married to them. And if they don't, if they're not open at least to criticism, then it, they just, all they want to hear is, affirmation of what they already think. Right. Um, and so in my, in my particular situation, um, it was, it's, it was family. And, um, I got, I had some information that I thought was important to another family member. And I didn't want to go directly to that family member with this information. I wanted to kind of bounce it off someone first. And so I went to someone who knows both of us and, uh, is still in the family. And, I shared that information. Well, then I, I had, and I told this person, I was like, look, don't go to this other person. Just talk through with me about how we, it, we should handle this. And the person did what went to that person. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't anything. That person handled it really well. It was, you know, was appreciative of, of that. Um, but I just, I like, I got really mad yeah. about that this happened. And, and, and this person was, um, trying to talk me off the ledge, like, well, I don't understand why you're so upset. And all I could think about was I told you not to do this. And so I lashed out and in that person coming back and criticizing me for getting angry, I felt like they missed the point of why I was angry. They never dealt with why I was upset. They just said, you know, they kept coming back with these things. And for a couple of days, I refused to hear like their very valid reasons for what they had done. And they're very, um, valid critiques of me. Mm. And, um, and that was hard. And so then I thought, okay, I sat down and I, I was reading my Bible and I had been praying and something came up in my mind. And I was like, you know what? I didn't really handle that right. Mm. And so I went back and read the conversation texts that we had revisited in my mind, the phone calls. And I, and I apologized to that person. And I said, you know, I, I still think my point wasn't clear, but I understand and I accept the things that you said. I can, I can do better yeah. in these situations. And I mean, that's a really, it's, I didn't, I don't want to go into specifics, but so that's a really general example. But it, to me, points to a lot of growth in my own life because, and I've said it on this podcast, I don't generally care what people think of me. As long as I haven't done something um, in, in unintentionally to make them feel that way. Right. 
Um, if I, if, if they don't like me just because I'm me or because of my personality, I don't really get upset. Right. But if I do something so what, and, and unknowingly that they don't like me or they feel a certain way about me, that bothers me. Yes. Agreed. I want them to at least not like me for an honest presentation yes. of myself. Yes, right. I behave badly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so those are the, those are the criticisms that I, um, that I've gotten better at hearing. I don't just mm-hmm. dismiss them anymore. I don't, even though I say what people think of me doesn't matter. I'm open at least to hearing what people have to say. Yeah. I mean, so would you say that receiving criticism first and foremost, we have to learn to listen? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Which is hard when we're in the reaction point, yeah. right? Like, and not jump to defending ourselves yes. so well, much. That's when we're reacting. Yeah. Uh, well, we feel like, I don't know why we do it. Human ego, pride, something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Self-preservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But our our initial instinct is to protect and defend what is mm-hmm. us, right? Yeah. Um, but if we slow down long enough to really listen to what's happening, we can see pretty quickly where there's justice to be served. You know, whether what yeah. they're saying is is absolutely correct and and is just, and where there might be um, some injustice. Um, yeah. And I think what you're saying is that even if you were right in the in the initial yeah. thing, like yeah. you were right, and I think we need to hear that sometimes. Yeah, like you were right. Uh, you still were able to learn from yeah. your reaction. Yep. Yeah, I think I was justified in in how upset I was, um, but I still there were still some things said about me in that exchange that I could learn from. Yeah. I I think sometimes we get so focused on being the right person Mm. in the argument that we forget that we can then be the, become the wrong person because of how we, and I think I said that to this person in, in response. I said, I said, you know what? You said some right things about me, but you still missed the point of why I was upset and I'm willing to let it go. Yeah. And I'm going to learn from the things that you said about me that weren't even on, on the plate, on the plate for this discussion, but you brought them up anyway. So I'm going to, I'm going to address those, you know, and personally, I'm going to address those in my personality and, and how I handle things. That's, I mean, that's a super humble response. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I surprised myself, um, because, uh, I want to pull up the, the meme that I think Zach had originally texted it about what kind of spurred my mind to want to talk about this is he said, even if only 20% is true, we can profit from criticism given by people who are badly motivated or whom we don't respect, mm-hmm. which that last part is like whom we don't respect. I, I can l- literally not think of that many people that I just don't respect their opinion. Yeah. Um, but that first part of people who are badly motivated. So if they're coming to us with criticisms from a place where they just want to discredit us or they just want to make us feel bad, um, they can say partial truths. And we can grab onto those and say, you know what? These are these are true things about me or about the situation. I can do better. Yeah. And just absolutely. to kind of ignore the rest, you know. Uh, and then and then, who knows what that could do in a relationship where people that are coming, if they see you respond well, absolutely to that little bit of truth. Yeah, I mean, I see that in in ministry in the church. You know, that as somebody that gets hyper focused on moving things forward, mm-hmm. I'm very vision centered. Um, that sometimes I get so mission or vision centered that I forget how 
people feel about something. Mm. Um, so I had a, <clears throat> a situation a couple of years ago where I was so focused on this and so convinced that so many people um, didn't like what I was doing. And I, I had a very wise and just amazing spirit-filled woman um, who's like the most gentle creature in the entire world. <laughs> and I said something really callous. I mean, mm. I said something that was inappropriate and just not true. Right. I, um, but I said it out of just frustration right. and feeling probably isolated myself um, in seeing the possibility of something. Right. And, and I said something just really careless and she, and she kind of like slapped her hands down on the chair, which she's yeah very gentle, yeah. humble person, slapped her hand. And she said, now that is not true. I know these people and that is not why. Mm. And she kind of fussed at me. And in, and my first initial instinct was to be like, mm-hmm, you know, but I let it go at the time and later. And I thought, you know, she's, she knows something about these people that I don't yet know. Right. Um, and what she, I, I have revealed something about myself in this moment that is less than godly. Mm. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I had to apologize and really re rethink how I was viewing people at the time. Um, that there's nothing godly about a vision if there aren't people along with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just a, you know, you're alone. Yes. And, yes. and you need people to accomplish your visions and your goals. Yeah, um, and I mean, she fussed at me for the way that I was viewing it, and like I really needed that criticism at the time. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to receive it. It right becomes it becomes Angela's pet project. Exactly. And not what you're not not you wanting to bring other people along exactly um yeah and i mean that criticism while i didn't hear it in that moment yeah it haunted me yeah. <laughs> you know after that and i really i needed to absorb it and and it, it changed and i think shaped what i did things in the future in ministry yeah and i think that's what we need to like i know i need to do more of is is allow opportunities for people, especially those close in, in my life, um, best friends like Zach, my wife, coworkers to criticize me, even if it comes from a place badly motivated mm -hmm. and be willing to like more and more just listen mm -hmm. about that. Cause that's, I think that's what we see. We see in Jesus's life, right? People, no one criticized him rightly. Right. He, you know, it was all uh, misguided and bad criticism and yet he he listened mm -hmm. and he um was quiet he didn't immediately start defending himself he was he was humble he was gentle he was meek yes. and we could all benefit from more of that uh, myself myself for sure um yeah so i mean do you have anything else to add um I, that i wonder what would happen if we scrutinized criticism as mm. much as we've you know, scrutinized these ones, yeah. you know, do, do we scrutinize all criticisms to that degree? Right. And should we also apply that same amount of criticism to our compliments? Yeah, absolutely. Like in a sense, like if someone, so you flip that on its head, if someone was, is complimenting us, um, should we be more critical of, of that yes. as yes. in like not allow ourselves to be exactly. puffed up? Exactly. Well, maybe the next episode will be handling compliments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. That would be a good one. Um, so yeah, that's what we want to do today. We want to handle criticism from people in whatever avenue of life. You don't have to be in ministry. You don't have to be um, 
It could be in a marriage. It could be in a, in a partnership. It could be anything, business, whatever. Are we handling criticisms with grace? Are, are we seeing uh, the good in the criticisms that people offer to us and then using those, um, that, that truth to better ourselves and to be less like what they're, what they're criticizing? Uh, and until then, uh, may God make us a channel for his peace. Thank you.